Hello, hello, and good morning. What an epic, awesome day it is. So welcome to Chapter 2, um, Communication is Sexy. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette, and I have this new series that will be actually turned not only into a juicy uh, course, but will also be turned into um, a juicy and a fantastic book. So stay tuned and enjoy all of those upcoming things. So the more you engage, the better. All right, here we go. So I have this new series called How to Become a Better Lover series, or How to Be Better in Bed, or How to, you know, Rock It in the Sheets. <laughs> I haven't come up with it. I haven't really been sold on a title. So if anybody, you know, has a title that they want to share with me, uh, feel free to do so. All right. And of course, this is another episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I'm your holistic sexual wellness specialist, Gaia Morissette. So let's get into our topic. Actually, before we get into our topic. So everybody who wants to know more about me, you can find me at succulentliving.com for all the juicy details of all the different ways that I am fabulous in the world. All right. Chapter two, communication is sexy on how to become a better lover. What is communication? And why is communication so important when it comes to sex? Well, communication, so let's start with there. Communication is important across the board. If you cannot communicate, you cannot get your needs met. So th that's number one. Number two, if you can't read other people or allow other people to communicate, you can't actually have good relationships or intimacy or connection or any of these things. So without communication as a, as, as human beings, basically it all goes very horribly wrong. Now, most of us don't have really good communication skills. We haven't been mirrored how to communicate from a, a, an I place, and we haven't been taught to, to be able to say yes, and, or even to be able to say no. Like we don't, and we don't really understand how other people communicate, because each person has their own filters. You know, I like to call them their communication filters. Of when they say this word, this is what this word means to them, not just the actual meaning of the word, you know, the dictionary meaning of the word, but the emotional meaning of the word. And so there's all this stuff that's charged with all of that. So here's the thing. If you don't know what those charges are for you, you can't communicate efficiently. And if you don't understand what those charges and what those words mean to other people, you can't communicate efficiently. Okay? Now, how would being an epic, awesome communicator improve your sex life? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like a fucking game changer. It's a game changer. When you can actually ask for what you want, 
You can ask the person what they want. You can ask for clarification on what they like. Um, you can communicate fantasies and desires. So that's all the verbal communication stuff. The nonverbal communication stuff that we're going to get into in a second is the body language stuff. So in that, being able to read each other's body language, express through your body language, um, what that does is now it makes everything go from, I'm, I don't really know, are you having a good time, to, oh, when I did the little swirl with my tongue there, woo, did they ever like it? <laughs> I could tell because of this, this, and this. Okay, so, so communication is key to having epic and being an epic lover. So if you're like, oh, I hate talking and I don't like to communicate, well, I guarantee that you probably aren't being doing very well in bed either. Okay, so this is why it's worth, I promise you, to drop in and learn how to master communication. Because if you can learn to master it, not even master it, even get close to being okay in it and comfortable in it. Um, if you can learn to master it, then you will be like, oh, in the bedroom. Okay, I promise. Promise, promise, promise. <laughs> Okay, so there's two different types of communication. There is the verbal communication and there's the nonverbal communication. So let's start with all of the nonverbal communication. Nonverbal communication kind of embodies um, three things. There's the body language, so the reaction in the body. So if you happen to be watching me right now in video, you can see my body language when I get really excited, my facial expression, like my eyebrows go up, um, my hands kind of flare up, I lean into the screen because I'm super excited, um, and I really want you to engage with me in that moment. Um, when I am like calming my energetically down emotionally and stuff that I kind of like lean back and my body language kind of relaxes a little bit more. Um, so that's the body language stuff, right? Is your body is telling you there's all these nonverbal cues of what is really going on with me. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Um, what's my experience like? as well as my body is going to express. So those are the, those aspects of the body language. But then if there's any physical sensations that are happening in my body, whether that's pleasure or pain or a combination of pleasure pain, what ends up happening is my body will respond. So things like if I'm going into having an orgasm, well, I have a whole bunch of body language stuff that's going to tell you. My breathing is going to become rapid. My head's going to kind of go back. I might start to shake and my muscles start to spasm. Um, I may like throw the pillows around. Uh, I might bite the pillow. Uh, my hands might tighten up. My body might tighten up. Like These are all these body cues that would let my lover know 
that I'm about to go into an orgasmic uh, release in that moment. Okay. So those are the things that, and then, the, so, so we got the body reaction. The second thing is our sounds. So sound is crucial. If somebody's in pain, they kind of moan. If somebody's experiencing pleasure, they also moan. But one's a, oh, and the other one is a, hmm. <laughs> and understanding those two little, hmm, and, uh, or, uh, moans is really, really important. Now, that's important across the board in life, but we're just, we're going to bring it back into the bedroom and, and, and sexy time and sexual play. So when your lover is making pleasure sounds, so, mm, and, ah, uh, and <laughs> these sounds, it's like, oh, all right, it's going well, it's going well. Now, of course, if you have more of a masculine, uh, you know, body, your sounds may be more like, mm, and ah, more growly and deeper, okay? So I just need to, you know, acknowledge that. <laughs> I make very kind of girly sounds <laughs> when I have my pleasure sounds. And if I was uncomfortable or I didn't want something or I didn't know how to say something, I actually might become silent. And you would then know, oh, something's going on. She's being silent. So it's not just, so sound is about not only the sounds that you're making and understanding what those sounds of your partner is making, but the not making sound is just as important to understand to be able to check in, why is your partner not making any sounds? And then the third part about nonverbal communication is we have our emotional reaction and our emotions that are attached to what's happening in the situation. So emotionally, um, there's ways in which our body will express it in our in nonverbal ways. So if we're angry, we might like make growly, we might make growl sounds and a and an angry face, or our body language may be really, really angry. Um, but then there's a an energy that goes along with that. You know how it's like, ah, oh, the tension in the room, the anger is so tense, like you can cut it in the room with a knife, right? Like you can feel without getting too woo-woo on you here, you can feel energetically where people are emotionally, you know, if you get really good at understanding that, you can see, but you can definitely feel when something's wrong and you can feel when something is good. So let's just start with the basics of that. So those are the things that make up that nonverbal communication. Now, all of those things are like a game changer. If you know how to read them, you know how to navigate them, you know how to ask, figure out what they are. And this is really really, really important. Not everybody's cues are the same. So you really need to map out the individual and do, this is where we lean into our communication skill sets. Being able to ask for clarification, being able to ask for what, what does that mean? So that you can learn what that means for that person. Because something might mean something to you, 
may not be the same as the other for the other person. And no two people are the exact same. So you need, even if you get good at, oh, that's what that typically means, you need to always remember that's typically what that means for that person. Before I register that that is actually what it is, I need to clarify it and ask the question of, so when you do X, is that what you mean? <laughs> okay, so there's that period of time of, of mapping out your partner, which is in a later chapter. We'll talk all about that. All right. Why we want to communicate to our lovers and for our lovers, because it's fucking sexy, because when we, can, when we can't and our, our partners won't communicate with us, that is so not fucking sexy. Mind reading is not fucking sexy. You know how much stress happens for people because you're trying to figure out and the person won't tell you what's going on? The level of anxiety and stress that that creates in people is through the roof. And when you're sitting in that kind of stress, guess what? Penises don't show up. Vaginas don't want to have an orgasm and show up. No one wants to show up. No, none of the genitals want to show up. People don't want to show up. It's just not a good time. So this is why communication is so key. Because being a fucking mind reader or expecting your lover to be a mind reader is so stressful. Okay? That's all I need to say on that. I think we all pretty much at some point have been in that situation. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Just tell me. All right, now, so now how are we gonna practice these things? So, oh, before I go into that, so saying, being able to say no is a crucial piece of setting boundaries. It's also a crucial piece of around consent. So being able to say, yes, I desire that. Yes, I want that. Yes, I'm gonna lean into that is an important part of consent, is an important part of making sure that everybody's on the same page. It's making sure that everybody's having a good time. It's be able to say yes. And being able to say no is just as important. Because if you can't say no, you really can't say yes. And I will talk more about this as we go on in the series, but I just needed to integrate that. I just needed to introduce that concept here in the beginning, okay? And we're gonna do, I'm gonna send you out to do some exercises to start exercising your no muscle and your yes muscle okay because there's many reasons and like I said I'll talk about it I'll get into it again but there's many reasons why we're not good at doing that so if you're like I don't know how to do that don't feel bad or wrong or anything that you know that there's something wrong with you most of the people in our society doesn't don't know how to do that all right so I have four awesome exercises I want you to start ex exercising. Let's strengthen those muscles, okay? The first one is being able to practice reading nonverbal cues and nonverbal body language and all those nonverbal stuff that I talked about. The body language, the sounds, and uh, what's the emotional energy that's attached to it. So if you can have a friend, so make this somebody, so, so it's fun, actually. Not, not your partner, not your parents, not your family members. Like, let's, let's go, you know, super easy. 
either like a really fun coworker that you like or a friend that's like easy for you to navigate and talk with, okay? Don't pick a friend that's high maintenance and you guys have a hard time <laughs> navigating, right? Somebody that's really fun. And I want you to ask them and say, hey, you wanna, I'm learning how to uh, practice non understanding nonverbal cues. Uh, do you wanna play this game with me? And first of all, you're also practicing asking for what you want <laughs> in navigating this. And two, you're gonna start to learn how to communicate, all right? So you're using your verbal communication skills to practice your nonverbal communication skills, all right? So yay. So what you're gonna do is once, once a day or once a week, um, set up a time where you're just interacting with each other. And while you're interacting with each other, I want you to like say, okay, is this what that meant? Like when you made that sound, did this, is that what that meant? I'm feeling that this is energetically, like emotionally, this is where you're at. Um, what did that thing that you're doing with your body mean, right? So clarify and ask and find out and see if you're right or you're not right and, and start to understand, okay? So playing that game is a really important thing. But again, make sure it's a simple person that you're really easy to hang out with and it's not, the relationship is very not complicated. Two, I want you to start practicing saying no, at least once a day to something that doesn't make, it doesn't have a lot of stuff attached to it. So uh, you're, at the, you're at the coffee shop and you know the teller asks you, would you like a donut with your blah, blah, blah. And you're just gonna say, no, thank you. Practice saying no. If you're good at doing that, then up it a little bit with saying no to somebody that there may be like a little bit harder for you to say no and there might be a, an emotional reaction on their part, okay? So, you know, and again, we'll get into all of that as we go along, right? Practice saying yes. So I want you to say yes, at least once a day <laughs> to something, to someone, something, but make sure that that yes, like you really mean it, like yes, I do want that. Yes, I will do that. Yes, like I want you to own the yes. And then the next thing I want you to practice is asking for what you want. Once a day, okay? Just once a day, ask for what you want. I really want a hug. I really want, uh, you know, you can start like little, like I really would like a some kind of food to I would really like some connection I'd really like to spend time together I would really like a hug I would really like say what you want if you get into practicing in the sex department that's even better okay but we'll get into that in the next chapters and the last thing I want to say before I go today is to become a kick-ass epic rock star lover or lay whichever you want to whatever language works for you okay there are three sexual communication stages okay you got to be able to master all three of them 
the before sex communication, the during sex communication, and the after sex communication. And we're gonna go into that in the next three chapters, okay? So, you wanna hang out with me more? Come see me at succulentliving.com. You can find me on all the social media platforms under Guy Morissette. And have a juicy, horny, bum-wiggling day. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Mwah! That's it. That's all. Bye-bye.